please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. It is now time to welcome in our very special guest for today's episode. It's guest number two in our fantastic parade of very generous donors and friends of the podcast. Of course, once again, these are folks who helped us to raise funds for the Broadway Cares Virtual 5K. I put out some incentives, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. The point is that there were some very generous people out there who gave, and we wanted to show our appreciation by bringing them on the show and letting them talk about Disney and whatever they really wanted to talk about. And we're going to do that again today. So without further ado, let us welcome in guest number two. It is Shannon. And you may know her on Twitter as at Shanny Pants. I think that's... <laughs> Hi. Hey, Shannon. <laughs> what, what a great intro. I'm so good at that. Yeah, you're getting better every time. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I've got to go to podcast host school or something. I don't yeah. know how to do it. No, we're professionals. <laughs> yeah. we, we claim to be. That's what you say. Well, Shannon, welcome to the monorail. We're so excited to have you. I know that uh, you've been kind of listening along with the podcast and interacting with us on the social media for quite a while now. I'm not sure when you started listening, but I feel like it's been since the beginning of the show. It's been a while, for yeah. sure. I've listened for a while, and um, it's been fun to listen to you i i started listening to your podcast first and then i picked up um the theme park thursday with the dillos diz who are they once i heard you two battling back and <laughs> forth and so it's been fun to like follow along all these years yeah, yeah. i've never heard of that podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh they do some sort of a thing on thursday i don't know it's uh, not something. a big deal but uh no there it's funny because i think for a while there like especially after we first kind of started doing crossover episodes with them it might have been frustrating if you only listened to one or the other like if you only listen to their show or only listen to ours because we kept referring to each other or things that we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's that's absolutely the truth. So I went back and listened and tried to find where they started coming back across from each other. That's so. funny. Yeah. So now I don't miss either one each week. Oh well, that's I'm awesome. I'm glad that. Well, I'm glad you found us, and I'm glad you found them too, because obviously they they do a great job. And yeah, okay. Frank is <laughs> Frank is a much better podcast host than I am. I'll say it. They're, they're decent. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, um, we certainly appreciate having you as as part of our monorail family, and it's really exciting to get to talk to you today. I, I was going to ask you first. I know we talked about it kind of in the pre-show, but. Tell us where you are reporting live from. Where in the country are you residing? Well, I live near Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And so kind of close to Hershey, Pennsylvania, actually. Um, about 20 minutes from Hershey. So it's, um, Hershey, it's my second other home. <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, famous for smelling like chocolate. Is that true? I've never been there. Um, Back in the day, yes, more more than now because they don't really do a lot of the manufacturing here in Hershey like they used to. But uh, when I was in high school, I actually went to Hershey High. Oh, wow. Well. And um, the days that it rained, you could really smell the chocolate in the air for certain. That is yes. really interesting. That's yeah. unfortunate yeah. it's not there anymore. <laughs> I know. It is very unfortunate. I don't know. Would you um, eventually get sick of chocolate, though, because that smell is always around, or no? No. <laughs> yeah, people ask me the same thing whenever I worked at Papa John's as I was younger. They were like, did you get sick of Papa John's pizza? I was like, no, and I still eat a lot of Papa John's right. pizza. <laughs> when it's some, I mean, you know, people try to tell you you can... You can have too much of a good thing, right? But that's just a myth. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's true. just not true at all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hershey Park, obviously nearby, is that a place that you get to go visit frequently? 
I do. Um, my husband and I have season passes, and um, I actually have three married daughters and um, uh, uh, two grandchildren, and so I have season passes for all of them. So we were able to go as a family a few times. COVID has made that a little bit more yeah. difficult. You know, there, there are rules in place and, you know, it's just hasn't been the best season for that. They started late also. They only opened July 1st. Okay. So it was a shorter season, but it's kind of nice. The season passes go all the way till next year in June. Oh, wow. And so it's, I'll have an extended year. Hershey Park doesn't stay open year round, does it? No, but they do things now like on the weekend. So it's Hershey Park in the dark right now. And then they have a Christmas candy lane um, thing that they do. So it'll be open for Christmas uh, season also. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's similar to like, you know, we grew up with Dollywood and Dollywood has a a season that it's closed, but they would. Wait, Dollywood's open year round. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Splash Country is the one that Dollywood's open year round. No, it doesn't. My dear. Um. I thought Dollywood was open. It closes like December, like the end of December, and then it doesn't open again until 1st of April. Oh. What? I'm serious. I'm not lying. (laughs) That's about the same season. I believe you, but I I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, because that's, it's, you know, I know it doesn't get super, like, really cold in Tennessee, but that is a cold season, and people just don't, and they're in school and stuff, so people just don't go to the, wouldn't be going to the park. It gets so, cold enough. It gets cold enough. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't get that cold here. Ha. Most <laughs> other parks have seasons. You may not believe it, but it's true. <laughs> McKenna's so puzzled. Yes. <laughs> She'll be looking it up later. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can fact check me. I guess you just maybe not didn't know because we didn't go to the Dollywood like super often. Yeah. I think we went pretty frequently. Once we got like passes, we started going frequently. But like... Not around, like, that season. And we only had passes for a couple of years, and so it just wasn't probably obvious. Yeah, we got them pretty close to when we left. But anyways, um, (laughs) you can think on that for a while. Okay, I will. Okay. I plan on it. Uh, So, Shannon, uh, one of the things you mentioned, and it's something I would love to talk about here, because I think it's wonderful. So, you worked at Hershey Park. So, how how many years did you work there? Um, Three. Three years. And what did you do while you were there? Are you ready for this? We're ready. <laughs> I was a sweeperette. Oh, Whoa. a sweeperette. <laughs> That's all right. So, you know, like I get to walk around the park with the little brush and, you know, scoop up the cigarette butts cigarette and all butts, the all trash the... for everybody. Yeah. It's an important job. Yeah, someone's got to do it. It's super important. Yeah. Right? I would say that actually, you know, it may not be a glamorous sounding position, but to be able to work in the park, you know, you know what your job is. You probably didn't have to deal with a lot of the craziness from guests. I'm sure you still had to deal with some because they would complain to you and things, but it's relatively but not as much. You're yeah, right. That, that is true. Low stress, I would think. Yeah. So as a promotion, though, like this is this is the promotion. You get to clean the bathrooms. Oh. So. <laughs> That's, that doesn't I, seem like a promotion. I know, right? <laughs> but actually, the bathroom cleaning was, is very, very easy. You, like, spray off the mirrors and wipe the mirrors and make sure the floors are clean. And the bathrooms have air conditioning. So oh. you get to go right, you know, into the cool bathroom and spend a little time in there. So Okay. That makes sense. I, I, would, I could see why the bathroom would be a little bit of a promotion. Then it just be whatever people are dirty in the bathroom. I'm not okay with that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I didn't have that too much. That's good. That's good because I think I'd be like, nope, I'm done. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think my strategy as a sweeper it might have been, I'll do a good job, but not a great job. I don't know if I want to be promoted. (laughs) 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 I had to do, you know, I I worked several jobs in kind of like uh, tourist attraction locations growing up living near Pigeon Forge in Sevierville in Tennessee. So I certainly had jobs where I was assigned to bathroom duty at times. And yeah, Uh I hated those those days. (laughs) Bathroom duty is never fun. (laughs) It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, I've had... My first ever job, I was the janitor of my high school, so... <laughs> really? No joke. <laughs> so, yeah. I know about cleaning That's the bathrooms. worst bathroom duty. Yeah. Yes. But, oh well. 
let's move forward. Well, okay. So, <laughs> so I brought that up to lead us to, you told us that you actually met your husband while working at Hershey Park. Yes. So, yeah, so my husband was in rides. Oh. He was actually a ride operator. So um, they had parties that they would put on at night for the employees. They call it uh, ride parties. So the management would run the rides after the park would close. And he invited me to go to a ride party with him wow. as a friend. Like he was just being nice. To, we would talk and yeah. um so he was just going to give me a ride home, but you know, he says on the middle of the pirate ship, going up the up the one side of the pirate yeah, ship, yeah. he decided that it was a good thing. Maybe he would ask me out on a date. So <laughs> oh. the rest is history. <laughs> wow, oh, that's, that's so awesome. romantic. It is. <laughs> I love that story, and I think that that gives us a little bit more context too to understanding that. You know, you, you worked in Hershey Park, you met your husband in Hershey Park, and obviously you've got season passes, you go with your family, you have a love of theme park and amusement parks. Absolutely. So I think that that will segue us into one of my favorite questions of these conversations, which is the Disney origin story. So talk to us now about how that love got intertwined with Disney and, and give us some of your background of your love of the Disney parks. Okay, so for years I fought going to Disney World. I'm like, I do not need to go there. I have Hershey Park, Yeah. right? Yeah, so uh, my oldest daughter, their chorus went and um, performed at the um, Candlelight Processional. Oh, wow. So her school participated with that, and she was in um, ninth grade when she did that. And she came home and she was like, Mom, we need to go to Disney World. You will love it. So you, we, we really need to go as a family. Mm-hmm. That was uh, 2007. Okay. And um, so my husband and I talked about it and we decided, okay, we'll do a trip. You know, we know nothing. We go to the AAA and book the trip and... Um, I blame them to, for making the monster that I am for Walt <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> so we did go, and we didn't know anything. And we went in April at Easter time, oh, wow. so it was busy. Yeah. And um, but we still loved it. And now the, the second time I went after that, I was just like, as soon as you see the castle, you're just yeah, like, that's it. Oh. Yeah, this is the place that you need to be. I love it now. So that's awesome. Gone several times since then. It's funny, you know. I think we hear that kind of a, a story a lot of times. People who are so resistant because they're like, "Oh, it's so busy. It's expensive. It's hot down there." But you can't resist that Disney magic. It gets no, a hold the of magic you. is true. Yeah, it really does. It sucks you in. Everyone has like an interesting story for for like their yeah. origin of of. Uh, the love for Disney and mine was just I heard that we were going to a theme park and I was like whoa (laughs) get me on the roller coaster and then we went there and I'm like this is fun you one of my favorite quotes that you had Garrett after we left Disney from that first trip trip in 2014 (laughs) um, you said that you loved it so much because the whole time we were there you felt like we were treated like we were celebrities oh yeah yeah and I, that has always stuck with me because I think that's that's pretty magical for you to get that impression. But again, it's it's cast members, right? Yeah. Right. The cast members make that kind of thing happen. Um, I kind of feel like you 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 feel like a, you can be a kid when yeah. you're there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't have to be like so responsible and worrying about everything, and you can just have fun and just enjoy the magic. Oh yeah. The magic of the Disney bubble. We were actually talking about that last night, mm-hmm. um, just being on property because we went to Disney Springs and we kind of got in a conversation about how things are. When you're there, you're still aware of the outside world, but you can kind of forget about it for just a little while. Mm-hmm. Now, this is going to kind of lead us to to the suggestion for the topic today because you know, we are kind of in a interesting, unprecedented in our lifetime situation with the coronavirus and the, 
you know, all the implications that that has on going out in public, especially going to crowded places and a place like a theme park and, and Disney World. And, and Shannon, I know your suggestion to talk about today is was how do you how do you still f- have fun and find that magic under the current protocols and with the circumstances such as they are. So I think that's really interesting and I'm excited to kind of dig into that. But I wanted to start with you have you it sounds like you had you've been to Hershey Park since it's reopened. Yes. Yeah. So what has that experience been like for you there? Ha- have things been pretty drastically different visiting that park with the new reopening protocols? Yes. I mean, I've, I've listened to some other people who have been there and haven't felt quite as safe as I feel like I've been. Okay. They are requiring masks. It's definitely limited capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing the temperature screenings, but I guess the um, enforcement of the mask might not be quite the standard like that you would have at Disney World. Now, I've not been there when it's been been like that. Uh, seems that times that I go have been the standard has been higher okay. and I haven't felt uncomfortable yeah. being there. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so our experience so far and we've been quite a few times now I guess since Disney's reopened mm-hmm. has been that in the parks enforcement is pretty good but also compliance is pretty good. Yeah, most people want to listen. Yeah, so people are wearing their mask. I mean, of course you see people that are maybe walking and eating or drinking when they shouldn't be or they're wearing their mask like down just over their mouth and people have to get reminded several times to do that. But but right, I think people are typically on their best behavior. I don't know if you saw, there have been some pictures that have come up this weekend that Disney has placed some new uh, uh, placards around that say guests not wearing masks appropriately will be asked to leave. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Which is really interesting because... That's a lot of people. <laughs> it's a, Well, it's a lot of people, but also I feel like it kind of felt like we were moving towards more relaxed standards. It seemed like it was. It, and people were walking around often with their mask off or below their nose or something and and it didn't like you'd see cast members not saying anything to we, them we it's worse in epcot and world showcase yeah because there's eating everywhere eating and drinking right. is common yeah but i i mean i think um i animal kingdom when we went there just a couple weeks ago it was really good people were following what they were supposed to do yeah and i saw a couple cast members talking to people about wearing their masks better oh and at hollywood studios i got in trouble you did oh i didn't know you were gonna (laughs) tell people on the podcast well i was i so i definitely tried to pull my mask down really quick and it was popcorn time you know so (laughs) i was trying to shove some popcorn in my mouth and put my mask back on i only chew with my mask on i don't leave it off I make it a big deal, and I had a very buttery mask all day. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but she caught me. <laughs> and I really wasn't... I, I was being fast, but man, she no, was fast. You were doing it you, wrong. For some reason, it was taking you a long... You were getting what like you big would, handfuls of popcorn. And what you would do is you would pull your mask down while grabbing the popcorn. Oh, you're, you're supposed right. to keep I it did. on while you're grabbing the popcorn. Take it down real quick. Shove your yeah. as much popcorn <laughs> in as you can. <laughs> and put it back up. Or put it up. <laughs> Load it, in, it load it into the mask like a I did like an that, oat bag. Like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. So you just munch on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got in a little bit of trouble. You did. Well, you didn't say where we were. Oh, in Hollywood Studios in the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway line. Yeah, we were in queue for Runaway Railway. And it was a long line, and I needed a yeah. snack. <laughs> it was you a long nourishment. line. Yeah. yeah, it was a long line. It was like forty-five minutes. I mean, it was posted. I think. An hour 75 or something. something. Yeah. It ended up being closer to 45 for us. But yes, we were in the queue. We were stopped. And we weren't near anybody because people were doing it. No, no. A- I wouldn't do it if anyone yeah. was close by. Right. But, but still, you did get called I out. I did. I, I did. didn't. And I was doing the same thing. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You're sneakier. <laughs> I'm better at it. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I think, you know, so far, the way that we've approached it when we've gone to the parks We've had the mentality of, you know, if there's long lines for things, we just maybe we don't worry about riding that thing. If there if it's crowded in a certain area, maybe we avoid that area. We mm-hmm. just kind of 
We go with the flow. You, you definitely have to change your expectations for the day. You know, um, one strategy that I feel like we've implemented aside from Hollywood Studios because we want to get there and try to queue for Rise. But for the other parks, we have not necessarily tried to get there at Rope Drop because right. we know there's going to be a line. Um, and it's just easier to avoid that because especially right before rope drop, the lines can be so long that they're, they tend to extend past where the markers are. And then people don't know how to distance from each other at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then plus before people are in the parks, they think they don't have to wear their mask as much. So that's, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. So it's, that's one thing I would say is, is, you know, just take it more relaxed. It's a great opportunity because you don't, you don't, you're not going to have any fast passes. You might have some dining reservations, which is really the only thing that you have to worry about in your schedule. But, but other than that, you know, you show up, kind of go opposite of wherever the busy parks parts are of the parks, and and just you know have a good day, enjoying the fact that you are in the parks. You get to have good food. You get to be, you know, you are going to get to ride some stuff, mm-hmm. um, but maybe you just don't get to cross everything off the list, and and that's okay. You just have to make the most of it. You know? And that's a reason to go back again. Exactly. It gives you reason <laughs> to come back. Um, how frequently do you come down? Um, every year to two years. Okay. And do you yeah. usually do, like, how long do you usually stay? Um, usually seven or eight days now. Okay. Oh, nice. When we first one, it was only like four and a half or five. And then my husband and I took a trip on our own and we stayed like eight days. And we're like, yeah, we're never going any shorter time now. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What did you see as the advantage to the having the longer stay, you think? Uh, you don't feel rushed. Yeah. And oh, you yeah. can enjoy things a little bit more, so you're not trying to shove everything into that short period yeah. of time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, so one of the things that you'll see is um, when you're back, it's it looks like all the rides have really long lines Mm -hmm. and they are outside It is hot, you know, but it's getting better. The temperature is getting better right now, but don't be afraid of those really long lines because they do go fast. It does sometimes pause because they do sanitation every few, every two hours. It's yeah. So that happens. And then you get to, you know, keep moving, but, um, the lines aren't that bad actually. Yeah, and I think, too, that Disney is posting higher wait times than you actually end up experiencing. I think they almost always do that, but right now it seems more obvious that it's like probably 15 to 20 minutes higher than what it actually is yeah. on average, I would say. Do you think that's just because they're guessing? It could be because they're guessing, because maybe because of the length of the lines they can't easily say like they used to. Um, but may it, it, I think it could also be a method to discourage people from adding on to the line as well right. that would make sense yeah so because i think they're trying to find creative ways to make sure people aren't gathering in too in too large a mass you know right yeah so yeah but then what they do is they divert you to the area where you want to be like if you're in hollywood studios everybody's over in batu mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're not standing in lines because the lines are long, so they're all crowded around and shop, like trying to get into shops and stuff. And that's okay. So that's a good point. So I will say that it tends to be difficult to socially distance in the shops. Yeah, yeah. that's something right. to probably be aware of because people are just not only are people just trying to like move around and they're going to squeeze in front and behind you, but also everybody, everybody seems to not be considering that maybe they shouldn't touch everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, yeah. They, and they are. I mean, there are signs posted that say, you know, only touch things you are seriously considering buying, but that's not really happening. And, and also, people forget. Yeah, it's true. You get excited. And I'm guilty. when the, <laughs> like the show stuff starts happening, like, it, like when stormtroopers come out, mm. uh, people start, like they forget what social distancing is. They all gather around that. Yeah. Yeah, like, so right now they're doing the cavalcades, of course, around the parks. In the Magic Kingdom, they've got, you know, some special characters for the Halloween season. And I've seen that, especially on Main Street, it tends to get crowded Mm -hmm. uh, when those go by. So 
there are definitely spots you can find where you can see those cavalcades and you don't have to be squished in, but Main Street's a bad place to try to watch them, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm so, excited for those cavalcades. Yeah, they're really cool. <laughs> they are cool. Yeah, and they're fun. They, you know, they're short enough that it's not like a big commitment. Um, so you're not watching a long parade, and you don't have to. They're not scheduled, so you don't go and stand in a spot like 30 minutes ahead of time. Usually, what happens is you hear the music from far away, and you're like, "Oh, something's coming," or I'm behind something. So typically, we're on the tail end of a cavalcade, following it somewhere. But um, yeah, it is cool. I, like I've found. So Magic Kingdom, I think it's fun to be more like in the Liberty Square, Adventureland kind of, or Frontierland kind of area when the right. cavalcades come through. Um, I would recommend that. It's Epcot, it's difficult because they're, I mean, they end up like clearing out a huge section of the walkway so that the cavalcades can come through. So you end up getting squashed to the sides. And if you're walking towards one, there's really almost, it's difficult to stay away from people because you don't get a chance. Yeah. The best cavalcades are in Animal Kingdom. On the boats, the pontoons. On the boats, yeah. yeah. Those are good. Those are fun. Where do you watch them from there? Do you, um, from the bridge? Yeah, you can stand on the bridges. Wherever you can see water is probably, like, they'll just come on through playing, like, they play music on the boats, mm -hmm. and the characters are on it waving, so it's kind of, um, and in the, uh, where the show is. Rivers of Light. Yeah. yeah. They come through there. Well, we should say was. Was. Where the show where was. Where the show was. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think probably I, I two recommendations. One, you can see them really good at Nomad Lounge. Yeah, <laughs> if you're sitting out on the deck at Nomad Lounge, you get to see them go by drinking your tempting tigress. Yeah, but the other one would be probably Asia. I think um, so. On the back side of the Tree of Life, as you're kind of headed towards Expedition Everest, I think you get they're a little bit further away, but you, I mean, people don't gather over there, and you can okay. see you can see them pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, if you happen to catch one, those actually, they move fast enough that people don't really have time to gather. So if you catch it, like you might be crossing a bridge and you suddenly hear, you know, the, the percussion group on the, on the pontoon coming through, you can just kind of stop and wave at them as they go by. And it's fun. I, I, I do think that they, these cavalcades work the best in animal kingdom yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We've seen some in Hollywood studios where what they're doing is they're doing like a, it's almost like the stars in motor cars where they've got, you know, Mickey and Minnie sitting on the back of these cars and they drive them down Hollywood Boulevard. Um, those get kind of crowded. Yeah. Hollywood studios is a little crowded. Yeah. Yeah. It just is in general, I guess. Mm -hmm. And right. the lines make it even worse because they have to make the lines out onto like sunset Boulevard. Mm hmm. So everyone's like standing so and you're trying out. to yeah. go through and there's just people everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, so even like a, I would say like a 30 minute wait for Tower of Terror, the line is all the way back to Sunset Boulevard and it usually meets up with the line for Rock and Roller Coaster that comes all the way out there too. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really yeah. weird. So um, your trip is already scheduled then, correct? Yes. And um, do you know what day you're going to make Hollywood Studios? Is it on a weekend or in the middle of the week? You should go middle of the week. Well, I'm doing both. Okay. So I'm, the plan is to go Sunday and then one other day. I'm not sure which day it was. Okay. Wednesday or something, maybe. Yeah, that, would, that was going to suggest like right in the middle of the week is probably whenever they're not as busy. Mm -hmm. I think you'll be able to do more of those like during that time. Yeah. Geek. Got my list. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it is Wednesday that we're planning to go there. Nice. So my, my thought was I have um, a breakfast reservation at Trattoria Al Forno mm. early so that we can walk. Hmm. Good idea. Studios from there. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. That's awesome. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, you should be fine. Um, have you done Rise of the Resistance yet? No. Okay. So Good last talk. year when we were there, we were there before it opened. Oh wow. Okay. You have to do it, and you can get if you don't hit the ten o'clock, you can get a two o'clock. Okay. It's possible. Yeah, we had heard some some people saying that maybe it wasn't even possible to get in the queue at two o'clock, but. McKenna did it. I did it. Yeah. Right. So. So you do have a shot, but okay. ten, ten o'clock. I mean, 
our strategy has basically been, you know, we're in the park and, and they do let you in about 30 minutes before the park opens in Hollywood studios. Okay. So we're in there and we usually just find a place um, to eat a breakfast Ronto. Wrap. Yeah, you know, get a breakfast. Yeah, get a breakfast Ronto. Wrap. So good. <laughs> just just somewhere where you've got good. I usually turn my Wi-Fi off and I just use network because I don't trust the Disney Wi-Fi. The Disney Wi-Fi okay. is super slow. Yeah. So just use your network. Uh, and then I, too, have a theory that Android phones are more successful than iPhones. But I don't know if that's true. Well, we'll give it a whirl because we've got the Android phone. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So McKenna and I have have had a lot of success. Yeah. You've had some errors on your iPhone, like trying to get in groups, haven't you? I haven't tried. I just needed to do a refresh and you... I didn't. Oh, it. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. You had to reload. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you could do it. Um, also, if like a queue is full, that means that there are people who got it. So it's not impossible to get it. I know. I know that. I'm just saying that I think maybe Androids are a well, little no, faster. No, that's not what I was talking about. I'm talking about how people were saying before that's like impossible to get in at two. Oh, well, but yeah, the, the examples I saw were like people, first of all, it's like they didn't maybe even open the reservations right at two. And then went, and then as soon as they were open, it said they were full like immediately, mm-hmm. like two seconds after. What I did was I stayed on it for five minutes before I yeah. stayed on where the little robot is, where it says you can accept it. Yeah. And then I just kept refreshing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I got it. That's the way to do it. I didn't go back and click in. I just refreshed it. Just in, refresh that. In the page. Just refresh okay. that on the app. Okay. Good. Good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And Fingers you've got, crossed. Yeah, I think you're going to do it. The force will be with you. <laughs> you've got you've got two shots at it. I'm I'm positive you're going to be able to do it. Um, well, you got four shots at it. Well, four, yeah, technically four. So, are there things that um, you haven't done since your last trip, other than rise, that you want to do coming on this trip? Making a mini, right? Making a minis, runaway railway, and yeah, try to get on rise resistance. That would be great. Yeah, I guess those are the two major things that have yeah. happened, huh? Two big additions for sure. My husband gets motion sickness, so I'm not sure if we're going to do the the Falcon. Mm. I mean, I hear such good things about it, but I he gets sick really easily with the motion. I mean, he can do flight of passage and doesn't bother mm. him, but I'm afraid of him like Trying to do one of the positions is going to like whack his head out. And he's what do you think? I mean, you know, you're pretty motion sick. Does, I'm very sensitive. Does the Falcon affect you? Um, it did a little, but it wasn't really bad. Okay. Like, I, um, I was able to get off, but I have to limit. So even whenever I did the Falcon, like I can't go run and get on like Tower of Terror or um, Rock and uh, Oh my gosh, yes. roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So if he does that and gives himself a little bit of a break, I think he'll be okay if he wants really wants to experience it. But it is it does like do a lot of shaking. It does. Yeah. I wonder so cuz it hasn't really I don't get motion sick on the Millennium Falcon. There are things that do make me feel motion sick, but that one doesn't affect me. And the other Nothing part is gets me. I've only been in the back. I've never been a pilot, so I haven't had to focus on the screens. So that right. might help him a little bit. But I did see what was going on. I just couldn't really focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Any other tips you guys have for like what are what are some ways to kind of maximize under the current circumstances, the fun that you have in the parks? I don't know. I kind of just uh, don't think about it much. I try to keep my distance, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't let it worry me. Okay. Um, I also, like, I don't have tips for, like, what to do because I just kind of follow you guys. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any thoughts, McKenna? You can get on the Skyliner without a reservation at a hotel. Yeah, that's true. You can. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We just, they didn't ask us where we're going. We just got on. Yeah, we rode the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach and back to Epcot. And I got a coffee. Yeah. She thinks. We're staying, we're staying at Pop Century, so. Oh, well, you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, McKenna will highly recommend the Skyliner coffee or it's, whatever. If you like really sugary drinks, it's like, <laughs> it's a toffee coffee. <laughs> 
and it has like dark chocolate in it. It's very, very, very good. Yeah. It tastes like yeah. candy. No, thank too you. Much. <laughs> too, too much. Probably too much sugar. Too much sweet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It is. It's very, very sweet. Yeah. Like I can't have another coffee after that one. Do you have questions that you want us to answer for you? So do you think like when, like you were saying how busy it is at Hollywood studios of thinking that like doing, um, um, we have an ADR at like three o'clock in the middle of the day at, um, the Hollywood Brown Derby, just to like maybe a busier time of the day to, to, to rest and, um, use that time. Yeah. I think think that's a good idea. Um, I mean, I think overall, if you just go with it and do what you want to do without feeling too rushed or disappointed, if like you see a line as long, just go ahead and get in it. Cause all you're going to do is be in a crowd anyway. So like standing in the lines, you know, that's fine. Um, and just like drink a drink (laughs) and go Uh, with the flow. That's a perfect day, you know? I think it's it's really comes down to being flexible uh, and just you do kind of just go with the flow for the day. So I don't I don't necessarily always say, well, who cares? It's a long line. Let's just get in it. I think that it, it just I think it depends on how the rest of the park is like if if there seems to be low wait times, you know, if we were in Epcot and it looked like the wait time for test track was 20 minutes and Soren was 90, then I'm like, ah, why would we? Well, right. You know but I'm, I'm saying? saying like the lines look long, long. Don't let them work. If you. if that's how it is, kind of across the board, then yeah, and the, and it will kind of move fast. But I think it's just being open and being flexible and going with the flow. And and I do think the three o'clock ADR, kind of getting out of the sun, getting some rest. I think it makes a lot of sense. One of the things that we've tried to do is take advantage of the relaxation zones. Um, okay. Yeah. So you know, every park has them. They're summer indoor, summer outdoor, depending on your comfortability with being in the two different settings. And for me, I think it's just pretty important to find the time to sit down, you know, maybe have a cold drink, have a little snack, take your mask off for a little while and just just recharge. Um, it's made I think it's made a pretty big difference in how, you know, how we've tackled the day. So we're not wearing ourselves out and feeling like we don't get breaks from the mask. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm used to the mask thing. Um, my I work for my father-in-law as a dentist, okay. so I wear a mask all day long. So I'm pretty comfortable okay. with the mask wearing. So, you know, my husband not so much. He wasn't sure he was going to go with me. I'm going. I'm going. You can either <laughs> come with me or I'll take someone else. But I'm still going. So. <laughs> I finally, I was like, I'm making ADR, so I need to know if you're going or not, because it will make a difference on where we eat if it's you versus someone else. So <laughs> I was like, well, I, I'll go. I can wear the mask. And he kind of wants to be able to be there during this time yeah. to experience it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just out of curiosity. Plus, like, it isn't as crowded as it was it's true. last year, regardless of it cra- being more crowded now than it was when you were able to go in July or August. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot less crowded than we've experienced. Right. So yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually better weather right now. So it's still a little hot, <laughs> but it's not so bad. So you got Brown Derby. What other ADRs did you make? Um, well, we love food. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm all about, yes, Samantha, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the food. Nice. <laughs> um, and I, I, um, am on a forum group that I talk to other Disney crazies like myself. <laughs> and, um, so on Saturday evening, I'm actually going to meet in person, some people that I've spoken with nice. virtually. So we're going to paddlefish. Oh, cool. That nice. evening. And um, well, I say I, we have the wave. The wave. I love okay. the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going. Let's see. Te, uh, Tepanito. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try to, Topoli, Topolino. Yeah, Am yeah. I saying that right? Yeah. And California Grill. Awesome. Tiffins. Tiffins is probably my husband's favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm sad that Gico's not open because yeah. that that's my favorite. Okay. I would oh, yeah. I would totally be going there, but. 
Yeah, that actually, wow. I've never been to Jico. I hear really oh. good things about it, but we just did Tiffin's uh, a little over a week ago, and it was great. Tiffin's was delicious. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. to go there again. Yeah, of course, their menu is a little bit limited right now, um, so it's not quite as exotic as I was hoping that it was going to be. Cause yeah. Some of the things are taken off the menu, but me personally, yeah, I am fine with it not being very exotic. <laughs> That's the only thing that, as a foodie, is a little bit of a bummer. Um, some of the the more like exotic things are not there. Yeah. You know, right. um, when we went to Sanaa, like all the all of it was chicken or beef or vegetables. They didn't have any of the lamb or anything like that anymore. So there's definitely like limitations on the That's true. menus. That's true. It's kind of a bummer, but it still tastes good. (laughs) Right. Still good I think half of it is just your attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm going knowing that we're going to spend a week together, Mm -hmm. that we don't get to do that, you know, separate time, just having fun Mm -hmm. a lot. And so um, it'll be nice to just be there, do what we can do and eat good food and you know, if we get to use the pool a little more because we're not like eight to midnight yeah. running around crazy, that should be, you know, good also. Yes. Yeah. For awesome. sure. Yeah. I think, I think you're going to have a good time. It's, it is a much different way to visit the parks right now, but it's not necessarily a, a bad uh, experience. It's, it's really good because like you said, you're going to be able to kind of relax you're going to be able to take it slow and and just you know actually make it a more of a vacation rather than a, a go 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 wear out everybody in the party kind of stress right because yeah, i am that person <laughs> yeah. i am that person that's like okay crack of dawn well last year we went for like the the they had those super early hours at yeah. hollywood studios and um we were there oh yeah like, let's go and it was great but we were everybody was exhausted the kids were like oh my gosh mom like we'll meet you there okay yeah. <laughs> yep that's how i used to be for mm-hmm. sure yeah no kidding we all remember <laughs> our feet remember <laughs> our feet our feet remember <laughs> yeah any other questions you had for us um, so have have you dressed up to go to Magic Kingdom? Have you worn a oh, costume? No, we have not actually. We need to do that. We, we should. Got, we've never done that, and um, I think it'd be fun. But McKenna always gets really creative with her costumes, mm-hmm. and I don't think she can wear her costume she has right now. No. Oh I yeah. Can't. Well, you can't wear the mask. Yeah, the mask oh. is like really big and it cu- you can't see anything you okay. know, so. it's a it's a pumpkin it's a pumpkin yeah. head <laughs> yeah so that's fun that thing took me forever to make yeah it's kind of surprising we haven't done it halloween is kind of you know our season so yes. uh, it's like our family's one of one of our favorite times of the year and um i i'm surprised that we haven't done that we but need to do it are you planning on dressing up Yes, definitely. We're um, I we're something simple, but we're doing Tweedledee and Tweedledum. So yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm Tweedledee. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Did you pick the costume? Yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I would have done the same thing, Shannon. Yep. <laughs> it's just I, and, and it's pretty simple. Just red shorts, a yellow T-shirt, and I made the little white collar thing and the bow and the hat. So, you know, it's something that like we have done some elaborate, some more exciting things, but like, because it's, it's like all day long, not just at the party. Yeah. So I wanted something that was comfortable and yeah. not too hot. I didn't want to wear a wig, Yeah. which we, my husband and I did go as um, Barbie and Ken one year. <laughs> so uh, that was like, you know the wig oh, and yeah. everything so i didn't want to have to deal with that right. makes sense yeah got to make it a little more functional being yeah. in the park yeah. all day that's that's going to be fun though i i'm excited because we're we actually haven't been back to the magic kingdom since they put up the fall decorations and people have been dressing up i'm excited to go back because we do have one on the calendar coming up but mm-hmm. uh yeah um it's it's going to be interesting to see it. I mean, we've gone to the not so scary party and saw everybody dressing up. I think it's a lot of fun. I just again, I don't know why we haven't. Yeah, I don't know. 
You we're, should do it. We're so boring. We are boring. What's wrong with us? <laughs> you, you have to just pick a theme and go with it. Yeah. 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 We need to. Well, that'll be very good. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Shannon. Yeah, thank well, you. I really appreciate the chance to get to talk with you. It was really fun for me, too. So, no, thanks. it's our pleasure. And thanks again for helping us raise funds for the Broadway Cares charity that we really appreciated the help. And, um, you know, we're looking forward, hopefully someday when things are a little more normal, maybe we can meet up in the parks and be great, share some snacks or, you know, (laughs) Oh yeah. Celebrate our love of food together. I know. Yeah. Um, so before we go again, you're at Shane, Shanny pants. It's S H A N N E E P A N T S on Twitter. So people can follow you. I don't know if you'll be tweeting your experiences in the parks when you come down, but maybe people want to see. I'm more active on Instagram, so there'll be pictures for sure. All right. There you go. So follow Shannon on Instagram. Yeah. And you can see some of uh, what she's seeing when she comes down to the parks very soon. You're you're here uh, this week, right? Um, we leave Friday night. Yes. We're flying down Friday and for the next week then. That's awesome. Well, I hope you have a great trip. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll certainly follow along. I think we're following you on Instagram, but if not, I'll I'll rectify. Okay, good, good. So we'll keep up with the pictures, and uh, while we're you know working and doing school, we'll live vicariously through you. I know. I'll think of you. (laughs) I know. Here, here, I'm so. I've got to make people feel bad for it. We live so close to the parks and we, but, and we get to go all the time, but I'm like, well, we have school and work. <laughs> feel Poor bad for I. us. <laughs> right. I have school and work too. <laughs> I'm just taking one whole week off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shannon, thanks so much. And again, have a great trip and we will talk to you soon. Thank you again for letting me come um, share your Sunday with you. It was really fun. Welcome back to the Monorail. Thanks so much once again to Shannon at ShannyPants on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're following that Instagram if you want to follow along with Shannon's upcoming Walt Disney World adventure starting this Friday. We wish her all the luck in her attempts to get the Rise virtual boarding groups. I know she's going to do it because we gave her our advice and she's got, she now has the Monday morning Monorail juju because she came on the show our little our magic we sprinkle some pixie dust on her she's going to be fine the force will be with her always and uh we know she's going to be able to do it but i hope she has a great time and whatever you guys have got going on this week or coming up this weekend i hope you have a great time i hope you have a great week i hope it's magical and wonderful and beautiful and i hope that you all are staying healthy and safe between now and the next time we talk to you if you want to chat with us on the internet you can find us we're on Twitter at Morning Monorail. The Instagram is up. I've been a little lazy on the Instagram. I'll have to get back to it. But it's Monday Morning Monorail. Our YouTube is Monday Morning Monorail. The website's Monday Morning Monorail Podcast.com. And you can join our Monday Morning Monorail family group over on Facebook and chat with us all week long. Our good friend Lee, who joined us from the UK uh, on our WDW Monday Morning Monorail panel episode a couple episodes ago. Uh, He's been doing a um, a little game of sorts on the family group where we started out, we picked a a new park icon, then we picked a entryway into our park, and then we got to pick, you know... uh, a uh, attraction or a land that's what it was a, a themed land to go with our park and just basically trying to see you know in this post-apocalyptic world that we're imagining if you had to piece together a single park from just uh the components of other parks what would you put together so it's been fun we've been talking about that but there's a lot of fun conversation a lot of things going on o- over there uh our friend Bob likes to share some cocktails that he's mixing up sometimes, and maybe they're Disney themed, so you can check that out. All good stuff. We'd love to have you join us. 
If you just can't get enough of hearing our voices and maybe you even want to see our faces, you could join us on Tuesday nights. Every Tuesday, 8.30, we join forces with Jen and Frank from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz, and we do a live show called the Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live. That's right. And we usually go a little over an hour because we're always hashtag waiting for Adam. We start with the pre-show, which is just general potpourri. Who knows? We talk about all kinds of stuff. Maybe hip trainers. Maybe we'll talk about Cobra Kai in an upcoming episode because I love that show. We get into Disney stuff, but we just generally have fun. And we love people joining the chat on the YouTube, the Dillo's Diz YouTube. Or you can also see that show by joining the Monday Morning Monorail family on Facebook because we stream it to both places. You can chat with us. We'll interact with you. And we have a really good time. Don't forget... Garrett's YouTube channel is Skelligummy. He's at Skelligummy on Twitter. You can follow him. And McKenna doesn't want you to follow her on any of the socials, so she's got nothing. Um, Landon, who was not with us this week, he's at Landos. You can follow him. He's a fun follow. Uh, you're going to get a lot of sports tweets and maybe some frustration as we go through the college football season and the NFL season. But you know what? He's a fun guy to interact with on the internet and always has a hot take and it's it, he, he'll make you chuckle. It's it's good for a chuckle or two, I can tell you. So follow him at L-A-N-D-O-Z. And, of course, he's on The Phil Show every Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m., 98.7, News Talk 98.7. And you can actually stream that live on the Internet, Newstalk987.com. Thanks again for listening to the show. Thanks for being part of the Monorail family. Thanks to all of you who follow us on the Twitter, who interact with us, who join the Monday Morning Monorail family. Don't forget, we got a Tee Public store. If you just want to show off some merch and, and have that Monday Morning Monorail logo on your chest, on a coffee cup, on a tote bag, on a phone case, on a mask, you can even get mask, I think, now. Get all that stuff on the Tee Public store. There's a link to that on mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com. That will let people know that you're part of the Monorail family. And then maybe they might ask you, what is the Monday Morning Monorail podcast? You tell them, it's a wonderful show with my friends, the Monorail family, talking Disney and having a great time. And you should join and be part of it. We would love that. Always room for more on the Monorail. So please do that. We love you all. Once again, hope you have a magical week and we'll talk to you next Monday. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon.